Welcome to Paycor's Need to Know podcast. It's our quick look at a single subject in the world of HR, payroll, and every area of employee management. It's what you need to know. We're talking with Alex from Paycor's marketing department. Alex, you are responsible for what? Great. Well, thank you for having me, Steve. So I am responsible for generating new inbound leads through the web. So everything from Paycor.com, search engine optimization, online advertising, banner ads, anything digital and on the web that has my name on it. So you are the person to talk to about building better websites and the reason behind digital marketing, right? This is this is what we have hired you to do. And today we're asking you to talk about that for a small business. Exactly. Yep. So I've, I've had uh, nearly 10 years of experience doing digital marketing from large corporations to SaaS software companies and even a marketing agency that actually helped law firms, small and medium sizes, do online marketing better. Okay, so let's talk about that. Um, The web is here, it's not going away, it has become a major factor in how a business reaches out to customers. But if you're a law firm, all right, I can see the need for a website. Let's say you paint houses, let's say you're a plumber, why would you need a why would you need a website? Sure. So the first thing is even people that know who you are. So let's say you want to start your business, you're starting with your friends and family, makes sense. People that know you, people that trust you. The first thing you do when someone says, "Hey, do you know a good painter?" and you give them a name, they're going to google that name. What's going to show up when someone googles your name online? If the only thing that shows up is an Angie list listing and a Facebook page, but there's other people that show up that have full web presence, they have a website, they have Yelp reviews, who are they gonna go to? So yes, you still do need a website today uh, to really show that you're a credible business that people are willing to pay money for. So I wouldn't start a business without a set of business cards. And you're saying that this is the digital version of a business card. If you want good search results, so, and, and yeah, it doesn't matter if somebody says, this is my brother's painting company, I've known him, for, and this is wonderful, chances are that person's still going to Google that company. Exactly. And, and if, you wanna, if you want search results, you need to have a website. Exactly. Uh, I remember starting out in the digital marketing world, one of the main areas that I got my first big chunk of budget from within the corporation was from classic yellow pages. So we had a business model where we had hundreds of locations across the US. These businesses were pouring thousands of dollars into the yellow pages, had no real clear idea if they were working. They knew the internet was coming. So what we did was take some of that budget that was being spent at the yellow pages, things that just sit on a shelf or maybe sit in someone's car seat to boost a child up, and putting that over into digital. So the great thing with digital, with online, is it's all measurable, all trackable, very easy to see the return on your investment. Let's pretend we don't have thousands of dollars to devote to this. Websites can be very expensive or very inexpensive, but they will look one way or another. Does a person need a designer? Do they need a writer? You know, what should they be doing to build this website? Mm-hmm. Great, great question. So it all is dependent on, of course, how much budget you have, but websites don't have to be expensive. So there are likely website builders in your local area, people that you can search, and I'm sure they have their own website, and they probably have their own reviews. So you can find these people that can do website creation for you. And if you do find one of these, um, there are some things that you'll need to look out for, but I would recommend going with a web designer that uses 
a well-known CMS, so a content management solution, so something that is going to house the actual website. So some examples of that would be WordPress, Wix, Weebly. Uh, you'll even see advertisements for these site creation uh, tools on TV most likely. So a lot of these can be used to quickly and easily assemble a website. So let's, let's, go, let's dive into those ads. We saw some of the Super Bowl, that type of thing. Uh, Squarespace comes to mind. And is, they seem really inexpensive. They seem really easy to use. And it seems an, a nice way for a very small business or even a business that's been going for a while and just doesn't have a web presence. It seems like a really easy way to get on the web. Is that the path somebody could go down? Is that worthwhile? So someone could definitely go down that path. Um, there are some watchouts for that. So Squarespace, if you sign up for that, there's going to be a set of templates you can choose from. Not all of those templates are going to be search engine friendly, meaning if your website only has a bunch of large, beautiful pictures, sure, they may look nice, but search engines can't see pictures. Search engines need text in order to understand the context of your page. So while you can create an okay-looking website through one of those tools, unless you also have the knowledge of how to make sure that it's optimized not just for users but also for search engines you could be doing yourself a disservice so that's why i do recommend unless you've had some basic understanding of search engine optimization going with a local provider some sort of consultant someone that knows how to create a website but also make it search engine friendly because otherwise you may be in the case where if you build it they won't come because search engines won't find you in your opinion what are the things people should be doing with the text on their websites for the best search results? Sure. So I guess to back up, um, one thing with search results is there's really two core pieces of a search engine algorithm. So their algorithm is this crazy formula that Google and other search engines use to ultimately decipher and rank the best content on the web. Well, your page itself, so the words on the page, is only half of the equation. So the other half are what are called off-page signals. The biggest one of those being links. So when you actually link to someone on the website, that in the search engine mind is you endorsing this website. So you're telling the whole internet this, this website is the best authority on this topic. Okay, so wait a minute, let's back up. I've got a company that paints houses and I've got my website, and my text is there, and I've got beautiful pictures of all the work I've done. But I need other people to link to my website for the best search results? That's exactly right. So you can have the best content on your site, you can have everything optimized, your code looks great, but unless there's other people willing to vouch for you, no one's gonna know who you are and you won't be found. So yes, you do need other people to link to you. Now, some easy ways you can do that, if you do have a broad web presence, so again, when we're talking web presence, it's not just your website, but if you do have a Facebook page, if you have a Yelp listing, if you have a Google Plus listing, all these things are ways that you can own a profile on the web, but still have a link back to your website. So there's things that you can do yourself to get those links, but then also the classic PR and marketing approaches, and how do you get yourself mentioned in the local press? How do you get people talking about you on social media? 
how do you get local bloggers talking about you, etc. So yes, linking is a big piece of the search engine optimization pie, one that's hard to crack, but you can do a lot yourself to start out. So this, this building social media, these building these links, getting people talking about you, that really sounds like it's for folks who want to build business and build it right away and build it in the 21st century and, and really reach out to those potential clients that are surfing the web, right? Right. There's another side of a small business that's established. They've inherited the business from their parents. They've, you know, it's just been in the family for years or it's just an established business for one reason or another. And certainly they want new customers, and, but they're not looking for the business to grow rapidly. They are, some of them, you know, I, I've worked with folks who are turning away work. They're just overscheduled. Uh, and, and they just get it through word of mouth. And, and they might say to themselves, I don't need a web. Or uh, I don't want to be bothered with it. Can they build their website? And let's go back, and we're going to talk about what this should be in that website. Um, can they build it and then talk to somebody else about you go market this online? Yeah, so someone definitely could uh, hire someone else or contract with a consultant to take care of some of the marketing. But I would say that at the end of the day, that business owner, they're going to know their brand the best. They're going to know their clients the best. They're going to know the value that they bring. So they're still going to need to have some involvement with that or else their marketing is not going to match up with the actual client experience. And when you're talking about, okay, is the website, is that really only needed if you're trying to grow or not, a website's going to be needed regardless. And one of the key things that a website does is protect the brand and make sure that it maintains that reputation. So if you are getting referrals, who's to say that if someone Googles your name again and what's at the top of the list? A three-star Yelp review and not your website because you haven't optimized your website. You haven't paid attention to Yelp. You haven't encouraged your happy clients to review you on Yelp. So now even those people that have been referred to you, when they Google you and they see a one, two-star review on Yelp, they may not use you even though their friend used you. Think about your own experience on a classic site like Amazon.com. Someone says, check out this book. I'm going to search Amazon. If I know and trust you, Steve, but I see that it's a two-star review, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust these strangers, these hundreds of people that give it a two-star review over you, my good friend, just because that's the nature of how it is today. So online is still key, especially to maintain your reputation and to really keep that brand consistent on the web. Let's dive back into what makes a good website. There's the homepage, which is the classic one-pager type of thing. What else should be on there? Way to contact the company, uh, phone number, client testimonials. Tell me, tell me what mm -hmm. bare bones at the very sure. least. Obviously, you know, if my business is online supported, whether it's an advertising agency, law firm, uh, folks that are going to be using the web, mm -hmm. I want a pretty robust website. But again, if I'm going back to I'm just painting houses, yeah. what do I need? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the, the biggest two things that your website needs to answer, one, if I get there, I need to know who you are, what you do, how you can help me, why I should trust you, and then most importantly, how can I get, in, how can I get a hold of you? How can I contact you? So the key things, you mentioned homepage, so we got to make sure that obviously there's a logo, there's a name, and the header, there needs to be some sort of a contact, a contact button. What's the header? Good question. So the header is 
what's going to be at the very top of your browser. So we have the address bar, which has www.paycore.com, whatever your website is. Below that, typically a first two inches or so, usually has a logo, has some navigation. So there's some links. Maybe there's a drop down, uh, there's an about page, etc. So whatever that top level of navigation where people can go and choose other pages of their site, within that top header bar, there needs to be contact information. So a phone number, a contact button that goes to a contact page. On that contact page, there should be email address, phone number, if you're a brick and mortar business, an address with a Google map embedded in it, ways that they can contact you. One thing that we found with especially a lot of local businesses is that live chat also helps increase leads for that business and contacts because sometimes people don't want to pick up the phone maybe it's a sensitive issue they don't want to talk a live chat is another great way that they can get a hold of you so once you have those contact points in place uh, you mentioned reviews so you can have testimonials throughout your site so especially on key areas for it so on a contact page you're going to want to make sure that you have some sort of a testimonial on that to have some of that social proof if you do have awards, so say BBB certifications or anything of that nature, you don't want to plaster them all over your website, but it could be nice to have that on your homepage somewhere. So credibility indicators as well. Um, those are just some very quick points within it. At the end of the day, your website needs to be usable. People need to know what you do, how to get a hold of you, and then see that other people use you as well. Okay, so just to wrap this up, um, what three things should people be doing when they think about time for me to build a website? Mm -hmm. So one, if you don't have a website at all, you need to make sure that you select a domain name that's going to fit with your brand. So How do I do that? Great. So there are a few different providers out there. So you've probably heard of GoDaddy. You've probably seen their scandalous commercials. But they are a good web hosting company. So you can go out to GoDaddy.com, do a search for your target domain name, see if that's available, purchase it through there. There's some other providers as well, but GoDaddy is relatively cheap, easy to do. So that would be one if you don't have a website. Try to buy that domain. I would also, once you select your domain, I would try to get those social media properties as well. So you want to have social media presence for that brand domain too. So if you have Paycor.com, you want to try to get a Paycor Twitter account, Paycor Facebook page, and try to have those names match up as much as you can. One caution on the social media side, slightly tangent, but if you do have social media accounts and you don't use them, it's like not having them at all, and it could be more detrimental. So if you have a Facebook page, you haven't posted in six months, don't post that Facebook page. So that's one thing. Domain name, consistent across social media. Another would be a website that you can actually edit. So if you do use a consultant and they create a custom-coded website for you, but you have no idea how to edit it, do not do that. You're going to want to get some sort of admin rights to that. Again, a WordPress, some sort of a CMS system will do that for you. And then the third would be, one thing that I haven't talked much about is for a local business, in order to show up within Google itself, you're going to need to go Google this right now. It's literally called Google My Business. So if you Google Google My Business, this is how you can actually create a Google local page for your company. And this is how you get put in those local map results. So when you Google painting services in Cincinnati, there's going to be a map that will show up in the search engine. In order to show up in there, you need to create a page for yourself. 
So go to Google My Business, create that page, claim it, update it. Those are probably some of the basic things that you'll need to do right away if you have limited time and you want to make the most impact. Alex, thank you very much about this. It sounds like it just has to be part of a company's marketing budget and part of their time budget, too, to, to update these sites, update their social media on a regular basis. Exactly. And that's the thing. You, you have to make time for it. It's not going away anytime soon. The web is here to stay, and it's going more and more mobile. We have refrigerators that are intelligent and connected now. So, yes, the web needs to be top of mind, needs to be part of your business plan as a whole. Perfect. Agus, thank you very much. Thank you. The Need to Know podcast and its contents are the exclusive property of Paycor Incorporated and may not be distributed without prior written consent. The subject matter in this podcast should not be considered tax, financial, or legal advice. For more information about this subject or other employee management solutions, please contact your Paycor specialist or visit paycor.com. Thank you for your time.